1: ny or text hope ny in new york
2: welcome into the wolverine recruiting podcast i am your host trevor ritchie and as you can see i'm joined by recruiting insider ej holland and fellow reporter marshall levinson here to discuss five key michigan recruits they've seen in the recent uh, few weeks as they've been on the road traveling so I'm sure you know most people can imagine where we're going to start here. EJ, five-star Michigan quarterback target Dante Moore. What's the latest on him?
3: Yeah, so I had a chance to see uh, Dante Moore out at the Elite Eleven Regional in Ohio over the weekend. As everybody knows, five-star quarterback from Detroit King, the number one overall prospect on Michigan's recruiting board. You know, some people expected Dante Moore to already be committed by the time we recorded this video. A lot of speculation that he would side with Notre Dame after making a two-day visit to South Bend. Uh, But Dante said, no, man, I'm gonna slow down my recruitment. I wanna take uh, all five of my official visits. So he's targeting a late summer decision, which is great news for Michigan. Obviously, one, he didn't commit to Notre Dame, but two, it gives Michigan more time to create more positive movement here. Dante is expected to make a visit sometime this weekend or this later this week, just to hang out with the coaches, uh, see the program again. He's been there literally almost a hundred times, uh, so th- there isn't a ton that Michigan can show him. It's more about relationship building. I'm sure there will be talk about what the offense looked like during spring ball, NIL, all that type of stuff, but more so just getting him around quarterbacks coach Matt Weiss, uh, who's trying more uh, here in recent weeks to develop a personal connection with him. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, their conversations have mostly been through text during spring ball. Now that that's over, Harbaugh can focus on recruiting. And they've had a personal relationship since Moore was in middle school. So uh, yeah, again, room for Michigan to make a move. I think Michigan, with them offering so early, with having so many ties in this recruitment, it's become a little bit of the... Boring option, I guess, but I, I think much like Donovan Edwards a couple of cycles ago, I think this one can circle back to Michigan. The longer it goes, the better for the Wolverines, which is great. Dante's still the only quarterback target on the board. He's an elite uh, talent, uh, very cerebral player, extremely accurate in, in all three levels. He's a guy with great footwork. He can make plays with his legs if needed. Uh, elite ball placement, arguably the best I've seen since I've been covering recruiting. So he's he's the guy, and and opportunity is obviously there uh, again for Michigan to make a move once he does make it back to campus.
2: Yeah, positive development there, Marshall. What about you, Kansas City offensive line target Caden Green? I believe is who we're going to go with first here.
4: Yeah, so saw Caden Green. Uh, this was the first time I've been to Kansas City to, to see him. They were obviously in the uh, Kansas City ESPN and. UC report camp um, and he looked really good. He's uh, measuring in at six foot six and right around the 310 pound mark. And um, he carries that that weight pretty well. And um, I mean, even at that at that size, he looks athletic and um, went through drills, went through drills really, really well and kind of showed what you would expect from from that kind of guy. But um, he's another guy like EJ mentioned with Dante, Caden is expecting to take all five official visits um, coming in this summer his Michigan official visit is coming the third weekend of June. So, I'm not sure how that measures in, but it, how early they are in the process of his officials or late, but um we do know when that one's coming around midsummer. Um and he's got five schools in there, but I expect this one as many other people do to be an Oklahoma versus Michigan battle. Um he's visited Oklahoma 6 times um and he's visited Michigan twice. If you visit a school six times and you're not committed, you're obviously not sold on something. So doors open there for for Michigan to to keep making a moves. His relationship with Sharon Moore is is key to this one. Um, he's Green said that he doesn't really pay attention to much outside of his personal recruitment. He doesn't really pay much attention to who else is in a class or what other coaches are there. He just wants to have that personal relationship with Moore, which he does. So um it was good to, to kind of see where he's at with his recruitment. Cause again, I think with this one, the longer they go, and the the longer that he does not commit to OU, the better it is for Michigan. Cause um, by the time he takes an official visit um, to all of his schools, he'll have visited Michigan or Oklahoma probably seven or eight times by then. So um, yeah, he was a, a good one to catch up with and um, will certainly be interesting to see what other officials he, um, he takes and he has a top five, but I'm not necessarily sure that those are just the five schools that are going to get those officials, but Michigan and Oklahoma are uh, certainly two of them that are going to be, going to be getting those.
2: And we'll stick with you, Marshall. I think we have another Kansas city prospect to touch on here. Uh, 2023 edge target PJ at Yeah. PJ at
4: he was absolutely phenomenal at the camp. I mean, he was, everyone had, he was all eyes on, um, he, he already fits the mold. He's got, he's got the body type. He's six, 235 pounds with extremely long arms. His fingertips are pretty much close to his kneecaps. So he's got, he's got the length there. And, um, I think he ran a five flat 40, um, which for being that big at, at that point, that's not that bad. I mean, I think that'll, that'll get faster with time, but, um, this was his first ever combine or camp that he's been to, so he didn't really know the process of what these camps were so he was just kind of going by what he saw other people doing in terms of the drills and what the coaches were telling him so um when he was going through the one-on-one reps he didn't really know how physical he should be or kind of what pass rush moves he should be doing but after he went through the first few he was just kind of just pushing people pushing people back into the quarterback and he kind of realized what he could do so he started putting some spin moves and kind of breaking out the pass rush arsenal and that's when you could see the like the talent is there and he's a, he's a freak athlete. Um, but as far as Michigan goes, Michigan has him as a priority on their edge board, but he did say that he he's feeling some love from, from some other schools right now and that he hopes Michigan kind of picks up the communication levels a little bit. Cause um, I think that he would be very receptive to them doing that. And he kind of showed that he is, he's worthy of that with, with this camp and, and what he can do on the field and, it was interesting to compare him to some of the other players there because there was another high profile edge there, um, that is a borderline five-star on, on some rankings. So, um, seeing him compared to him, I think he had a better camp than that other edge, but, um, I think performances like that will maybe persuade Michigan to maybe up the communication a little bit or kind of put a different approach on his recruitment to try and, kind of reel him in um but he doesn't really have a timeline to his recruitment um i think he'll kind of just make a decision when he feels one is right
2: and fittingly you have the chicago hat on we're going to go to chicago now back to ej with four star 2023 tight end deacon Tony ellie out of chicagoland ej what's the latest on him
3: yeah, Deacon Tonielli is uh, one of the more intriguing prospects in Chicagoland, out in the western suburbs. Uh, really high-level basketball player as well, so doesn't really get out to many football events. Has, is kind of hidden out there. He, he's as far west as you can get in Chicagoland. So I, I just don't think Deacon's gotten a lot of eyes on him. So it was great to go out to school, meet with him at, at Oswego High and he kind of checks the boxes from an athletic profile. He is, again, more of a basketball type. He's about 6'4", 6'5", 215 pounds, but he does have a really nice lower half build. He's spent a lot of time at wide receiver, more of a flex end role, but I think he has a lot of room to add weight and be more of that complete inline guy as well. Michigan utilizes the tight end extremely well, and, and Deacon's very fond of that. He's been to Michigan Uh, three times already, uh, planning to get back for an official that same weekend, actually, that Caden Green is coming in. So I think new Michigan's tight ends coach, Grant Newsom has done a terrific job with Deacon. There are some other Big Ten schools involved in his recruitment. Tennessee is another major player there. But I think Michigan has the lead right now, I think, with a strong official visit they can close with him, and that'd be great considering Michigan just lost a tight end commit in Andrew Raplier. so Deacon would be a great replacement uh, now that Raplier is no longer in the class.
2: And I saw recently you also had a chance to go visit with five-star 2024 defensive lineman Justin Scott out of Chicago as well. What uh, What's the latest on him?
3: Yeah, so uh, Justin Scott's a, a unique prospect in the sense that, one, he's in the heart of the city at St. Ignatius, and they haven't had a D one recruit, let alone a Power Five recruit, this century. Uh, so it's uh, it, it's a really interesting situation there. On top of that, he's a massive player in general. He's six foot four, three hundred pounds right now. He actually entered high school as more of a basketball kid. He's only played one year of varsity football, but he's a monster of a human being. And he has that athleticism from his time playing basketball when he still plays basketball, just coming off of, of, of hoop season. So he's down to a slim 288, but he's a guy that normally plays around 310 pounds during the season. So he's that ideal nose target for Michigan. And he's that guy that's going to be that, that zero tech that's going to play head up on the center and, and can eat up blockers and disrupt the run. Uh, But he's athletic enough to, to rush the quarterback from that spot as well. So I really like what Justin Scott brings to the table. Michigan got on him just a few weeks ago. Mike Elston, Michigan's new defensive line coach, extended the offer, is expected to stop by during the evaluation period here in a few weeks. So I think it's still early with him. He's 24, obviously being a five star, he's gonna get national attention. But I think Michigan uh, has done a really great job in the Chicago area. Pulling in guys like AJ Henning, JJ McCarthy, Tyler Morris, Jimmy Rolder, even Kenneth Grant, who's uh, on the other side of the state line uh, at Merrillville, uh, Indiana. I think they they've done a terrific job recruiting this region as a whole. So uh, with with Justin being a really smart kid, I think Michigan's academics will appeal. So interested to see how his process runs its course as, as we move forward with him.
2: Well, now we've got the scoop. Do any of you guys have you know? predictions takeaways bold takes stories anything of that nature with one of these guys we just mentioned
3: um for me I mean I I did log a, a new prediction for for Deacon Tony Elliott I went ahead and and used our on three prediction machine to give a pick in, in favor of the Wolverines so like I said with a strong official visit I think Michigan can close what
4: about you Marshall I don't know, sir. I'm not comfortable yet putting a prediction on it, but I do feel good about what Caden Green said about Sharon Moore. Um, he, that connection is is real for him, and he said he talks to him quite a bit. Um, and then that Sharone Moore winning the Joe Moore Award and that offensive line winning that award in year one of his his tenured offensive line was something that stood out to to him and his family. So um, I think this summer, if they can kind of project or Put in his mind that he can be a part of that success and that's only the beginning. I think that that's the kind of thing that would would lure Caden Green to, to Michigan is to kind of build on that early success that Sharon Moore has had.
2: Marshall, where'd you eat in uh, Kansas City? You know,
4: I, I put a thing on the fort and asked where I should eat um, and I got a, obviously barbecue is a big thing there so uh, I didn't really get to any of the big barbecue joints but I had a little mom and pop kind of barbecue, uh, place that, that wasn't bad. Next time I go when I'm there for a longer period of time, I have to stop at some of the staples, but, um, so far it was, it was pretty good, but, um, that was my first time ever in Kansas city. So when I, when I go back, I need to kind of venture out a little bit more.
2: And EJ I've been dying to ask you what's the pizza spot in Chicago.
3: <laughs> the pizza spot is PQuads. It's about 15 okay. minutes from me, um, here in West town, but, Uh, that that's over towards, uh, I guess more towards Goose Island and I don't know. Um, but Pequod's is a spot, you know, if you're ever in Chicago, um, I think that's definitely the place to go to for, for your deep dish needs. So being here, I get to eat it quite often, which is obviously exciting.
2: I'll have to check it out. Anything else from you guys before we get out of here?
3: I would just say to sign up for the Wolverine.com $1 for one year right now.
2: Marshall.
4: That's a great deal. One dollar for one year. You're not going to get much better uh, better content for your for your price.
2: Well, that's all we have. Thanks, guys. Really enjoyed it. Don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, share. Until next time.
0: Madness is here.